Black-owned and Black-led banks are critical to help drive sustainable wealth in Black communities. They're called minority depository institutions and community development financial institutions, MDIs and CDFIs, and they provide credit, capital, and financial services to communities that have historically been underserved. I'm Derek T. Dingle, Executive Vice President and Chief Content Officer at Black Enterprise. Joining me now to talk about the impact of Black community banks is Michael Pugh, President and CEO of Carver Federal Savings Bank, one of the nation's largest Black financial institutions. Thanks for being here, Michael. It's a pleasure to be here. Carver started in 1948. How has Carver changed uh, the Harlem community over that period of time and during your tenure? When I think about what the organization stood for then and how it connects to what we are and what we stand for today, the underlying principles remain the same, focusing on the underserved community in terms of making sure that access is made available for all in terms of financial services. And so as an example, through the pandemic, we helped to support the preservation of more than 5,000 jobs in greater New York City and supported more than 400 small businesses. Many of those businesses were minority businesses. And we were able to play a critical role in providing access to capital to more than 16,000 businesses, small businesses at a national scale with more than $300 million in access to capital. The other thing that I would say that is extremely important, Derek, that we continue our focus on is helping women and minority business entrepreneurs, helping to support women of color across uh, at, a, at a national scale uh, to be able to have access to capital and ultimately achieve their, uh, their business goals and, and objectives there. Michael, what is Carver focused on in terms of helping to close the racial wealth gap and putting Black Americans on the path to building multi-generational wealth? So I can tell you one of the big things that we're honed in, uh, laser focused today, is thinking about how to create fast and easy credit solutions that don't rely on traditional credit scoring. So we know that more than 40 million Americans today don't have a credit score and or a score that would be acceptable to qualify for traditional financing. And we've been very proud that through small business workshops specifically, we've helped to support hundreds of small businesses that needed to better understand how to read a balance sheet and an income statement, you know, how to develop a, a marketing plan, you know, how to come up with solutions that ultimately would help their business to not rely solely on brick and mortar. Then ultimately what happens is that communities can continue to thrive through jobs being added, access to capital for small businesses, wellness in terms of health care and services made available. Through the Community Reinvestment Act, Carver has been designated by the U.S. Treasury Department as a CDFI. That status enables Carver to provide growth capital to local entrepreneurs. Tell us about what this status means. That designation is an important one because what it says is that based on the U.S. Treasury guidelines, you must reinvest at least 60% of every dollar you have on deposit 
in the communities that you serve. Carver has been able to far exceed that, consistently reinvesting 80 cents of every dollar. We know that's important because what we've seen in previous times is that for Black businesses, we grew our businesses by supporting each other. Carver recently received a multi-million dollar investment from J.P. Morgan Chase. What will this investment allow Carver to do? The investment ultimately will allow us to continue to provide access to capital to small businesses, help homeowners achieve their goals, and ultimately enable our communities that we serve to have a better chance at recovering from this pandemic. And so when you think about this investment in partnership, it really has expanded beyond just the capital investment. For example, our shared ATM network now enabling us to have up to 76,000 ATMs as part of our broader networks made available. And so, of course, you know, uh, Chase's network is a, a significant portion of that total number there of 76,000. A community bank our size wouldn't normally be able to tout that they've got access to ATMs, customer convenience at a national scale. Thank you, Michael. We're going to expand on this partnership and bring in Vina Elliott. She's the head of Advancing Black Pathways at J.P. Morgan Chase. Vina, thank you for joining us. Absolutely, it's my pleasure. Vina, how crucial is this partnership with MDIs and CDFIs? Well, partnership is critical, Derek, as, I, as you all know. We have not always gotten it right in how we bank our customers and provide access to capital. And so we have some trust issues and we've got some things that we need to make up for. We have to be very intentional in creating the opportunities for access to capital and providing the resources that they need from a technical assistance perspective. We started as a part of our $30 billion commitment, committing $50 million. We were able to deploy pretty quickly and really align ourselves with some great institutions that have been serving our communities for centuries, but didn't have always the resources that they needed to really be an integrated partner with those small businesses. So by partnering with them as an equity investor, we've been able then to stabilize their organizations, really grow, invest in their company and their business model so that they can even do more. So we quickly realized that that was a pent-up demand, and I'm proud to say that that $50 million initial investment has grown to $100 million. One other thing I'll point out is we also have a program called our Entrepreneurs of Color Fund that we increased the commitment in that fund this year to $350 million more dollars because we know that everybody's not looking for equity capital. Some just need flexible debt capital and debt and ways that they can structure the debt to really align with their business growth plans. And our community development financial institutions are who we partner with around the Entrepreneurs of Color Fund. And they've done an incredible job of being able to deploy that capital in a way that helps those businesses thrive and are flexible and provide them the right flexible resources that they need at the time they need it. Fine. Thank you for joining us today. It's always great talking to you, Derek. For more than a year, the pandemic battered small businesses, but Black-owned businesses were among those hardest hit. According to a recent report by Black Enterprise, 53% found their company's revenues dropped by more than half 
since the start of the pandemic, compared to 37% of white businesses. So how are MDIs and CDFIs helping Black entrepreneurs thrive? I'm joined by Leah Abraham, owner of Sedapani, a Harlem-based Italian restaurant. Leah, tell us about your experience. Setepani uh, was established in, in 2000, so it was really a, a staple in the community because there was nothing like it. And I immediately opened an account with Carver Bank. You know, it's a neighborhood bank. It's a bank where I can go. I don't have my ID. Somebody recognizes me. Somebody knows me. This is, this is what I love most about being here is that it's a personal relationship that we fostered. Why is it so valuable to have a Carver or to have what we call minority depository institutions, you know, black banks within the community. Because this is not a neighborhood like any other neighborhood. There are many, many different kinds of people who walk in this community. There are people who don't have a bank account. There are many people who don't have, you know, the proper proper um, ingredients to do to open an account to get a, to get a, a loan, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I think a bank like Carver recognizes that and has given a chance to many businesses in this community. So, you know, we all depend on each other. And, um, and as much as they've been there for me, I've tried to be loyal, a loyal business for Carver. So I got my loan through Carver and our, again, that relationship um, has been ongoing until today. Thank you, Leah. Thank you. Thank you very much. MDIs and CDFIs like Carver provide vital financial resources to underserved communities and have earned their trust as a financial resource to home ownership and entrepreneurship. Today, there are 142 MDIs in the U.S. with a combined $288 billion in assets, with 20 of those institutions serving Black communities. There are also more than 1,200 CDFIs operating across the country. But MDIs and CDFIs face a variety of challenges, including a lack of sufficient capital, high overhead costs, limited digital capabilities, and data technology, to name a few. So partnerships and investments, such as the one with Carver and J.P. Morgan Chase, are critical in helping to close the racial wealth gap and generate sustainable wealth for Black communities over the long term. To learn more about how J.P. Morgan Chase is helping to close the racial wealth gap, visit jpmorganchase.com slash racial equity.